Okay, talking about honor, honor. We're going to jump right in. Two weeks ago, we talked about the foundation of family, right? And we talked about that being rooted in our faith and our devotion, and we found that success is anchored by that devotion. And it's, all, it's really about living in real relationship, becoming better disciples, and being part of a real community. It's really kind of three things. This is who the first church was. This is who we are at the Grove. And so then Acts 2, 42 47, just to remind you, it's, it's not going to come on the screen, but the disciples spent their time. They were devoted, learning from the apostles, becoming better disciples, part of a real community. All the Lord's followers often met together and they shared everything that they had in common. They lived in a real relationship, both with God and with each other. There was a vertical relationship and there was a horizontal relationship happening. And so then, what must be present for us to live in real relationships with God and with each other? And these are kind of the, the pillars that we're going to build this community on. And if we would do this, we'll be the friendliest church in Fort Collins. I promise you. I promise you. And so then, if we're going to do that well, there must be love, must be truth, and there must be respect. Respect. And those are kind of the 2021 words for honor, honesty, and hospitality. This is who we are. This is who or what we value. These are the three attributes of the first church, I believe. They're the pillars of how we show people who Jesus is in our community when we leave this room, when we go from our living rooms out into the communities that we're in. And so then when we look at honor, honor is this. It's Romans 12.10. Respect everyone. Okay? And here's what Romans 12.10 says. Love one another genuinely as Christians or as believers. Love one another genuinely as believers. That means you, you take off your work hat. We're going to love as Christ loved us. That's what it's saying. And be eager to honor one another. The gospel is simple, very, very simple, loving acts toward one another. We're always going to one another, one another here. Always. Always. If so, we will be what people believe is the friendliest church here in Fort Collins. And so then the next one is honesty. Be real. There has to be a level of realness among us. Right? It's Romans 3.23. Everyone has sinned. We've all fell short of the glorious standard that God has set before us to live. That means nobody's squeaky clean. That means we all have a past. We all have regrets. We all have things that we don't like about where we come from. But the truth is God can take that because you've been redeemed and, and use that to actually build relationships and bring people into the kingdom. Your past is only that. And once you find Jesus, that's what moves you forward. When I move forward in who God has called me to be and in that belief and not the shame or the guilt or the regret... But in the life and the love that Jesus has for me, it's like we sang this morning. That's what changes lives. God can use all of that to bring others to Jesus. And the third thing we said love is hospitality. Love one another. It's 1 Peter 4, 7 through 10. And here's what it says. The end of all things is near, so be self-controlled, alert, and able to pray. Above everything, love one another earnestly, because love covers over many sins. Open your homes to each other without complaining. Each one, meaning all of us. Use what God has given for the good of others. Use what God's given you for the, for the uh, good of others. If these three are present, what I believe will, will come is unity. Everybody say unity. Unity. unity and that's Philippians 2, 2 through 5. I'm not going to read that because it's another sermon for another day, but essentially we share the same heart. We share the same heart. God's heart and a heart for others, right? We value what God's values. It's people. That's Matthew chapter 6. So then today as we've honored Julie Emmett and Robert Emmett. This is the one thing I want to talk about. I want to, I want to look at that respect. I want to look at honor and how it pertains to a, a 2021 world. And so if you're a note taker, which if you're a note taker, raise your hand. 
This is huge, okay? Being a note taker is good because one, you won't forget 90% of what is said today. But the biggest reason is if God wants to speak to you today, that's a big deal and you should probably write it down, okay? So we will at some point, I've got a ton of notebooks I'm gonna bring for you and we're gonna be a note-taking church because we want God to speak to us. I might encourage you, I might inspire you, but life is gonna kick you in the tail tomorrow morning, okay? God's word will change your life. And so then we wanna be a church that brings our Bible and takes notes, okay? In dealing with honor and becoming the friendliest church in Colorado, we must live out what Matthew 22, 37 through 39 says, love God with everything you have and love your neighbor as yourself, right? So how do we do that? I am so glad that you asked. There are four types of honor. There are four ways that we honor. And I like to call it this way. This is what God did in my life. I have a to who, I don't have a to do. Everybody loves living by to-do lists, but really we have people in our life. We have to who's. It's our circle. It's our influence. It's our job. It's our house. It's our spouse. It's whoever God has called us to lead. Who do we have influence with? Those are who you have. And so then the first one is this. It's the most obvious. It's John 5, 23. Honor God the Father and Jesus the Son. Okay? All should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. It is difficult to be a believer in Jesus, a Christian, or to call yourself a follower if you do not honor God. You honor with your life, meaning you're an example, you have Christ-like character, you have integrity, and you show people who you are by your belief. It comes out in you. Right? That's the fruit that Acts talks about. The second one is honor yourself. This is the one that we struggle with the most because of shame or guilt or, you know, our past or what, or, or what somebody else has said about me, right? And so then we have to have self-respect. Believe in who you are. Believe in who God says you are. Don't believe in what somebody else said about you. That's somebody's opinion. The word of God says that you are chosen, called, that you are righteous. Okay, so we walk in that. And here's what 1 Thessalonians 4, 4 says. Each of you know how to possess yourself by practicing self-control with holiness and Honor. Honor yourself. Number three, this is honor one another. This is inside the family of faith. We're going to honor one another, the body, the community of faith. And it says this in Romans 12, 9 through 10. Love must be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Show family affection. Show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Which means... Eliminate all sidebar conversations that do not fuel the mission of the local church, the capital C church. We want to be about the gospel, not anything that somebody's saying to us, not an agenda. We want to present the gospel. That's it. Everybody say amen. amen. In the world, people who are opposite of this, they're called Karen. Okay? Don't be Karen. If you've heard that term, you know what we're talking about. If your name's Karen, I apologize because I know a lot of sweet Karens. Okay? So then we want kingdom minded. We don't want Karen minded. Amen. If the, the whole, the whole root of everything, when people walk through the doors of your church, when they walk through the doors of your house, they don't want to sense negativity. We must eliminate that. If we're going to have a house of hospitality, if we're going to have honor, if we're going to be honest with each other, listen, it's not that you don't speak the truth in love, but we have to eliminate negativity from the family. Okay. The fourth thing is this honor everyone else. So we talked about honoring God, honoring yourself, honoring the body, each other. First Peter two seventeen says, honor the human race. This is our city. This is Fort Collins. Honor everyone. Love believers. Fear God. Honor the king. That means we can't prejudge, right? If you haven't walked in their shoes, you can't pretend to know who they are, how they are, where they've been. Have a little bit of empathy and move forward in love with the truth, with the truth. Jesus with the worst people on the face of the earth, and he did it lovingly. He honored them. 
He honored them. Being the church is not always pretty, but lives are changed when we live the gospel, when we live in love. And so we find these four types of honor summed up in Luke chapter 6, verse 38. It says this, treat everyone with the same honor and hospitality. And God says he will show you great honor and hospitality, which means this, the measuring cup that we give honor with, that we give hospitality with, that we are honest with, is going to be the exact same cup that's measured back to us. It's what we're going to give back or get back with what we give, right? And so then, have you ever noticed that you find that people are only as real with you as you are with them? And so it's like we step into a conversation or a place or a a, a meeting or a group in one-on-one, it doesn't matter, but you're only going to get from others what you're willing to give. And those days have to come to a close. Me and Pastor Robert were talking about this this morning in Facebook, how, or in, in, in uh, Starbucks, how people on Facebook love to just dishonor each other. It's, it's all about, man, who can kind of ratchet, ratchet themselves up. And as we discuss honor, I really would like for you to define it if you're taking notes, especially online. When you think about honor, what do you think of? Respect, obviously. The things that came to me immediately were our military or our public servicemen and servicewomen, the people who essentially give themselves up. Our nurses and doctors right now in the, in the and hopefully the, the, the stages of the pandemic that we're in right now, the Medal of Honor, Folds of Honor, the Code of Honor, right? And when you think of people groups, I said some of them, but when you think about people groups, who do you think of? Write that down. Write it down. My uh, kid said Mulan. I've never seen the movie Mulan, but I guess she sings about honor in the movie, and so if that's what sparks in you, great. Fire Department, our military, the people who represent honor, and the reality is, is honor is disappearing in our culture. And nobody's willing to just slow down for just a second and say, hey, I don't know you, and, and you don't know me, but, but how are you, or how can I help, or how can we display honor to each other? If you've ever played team sports, raise your hand, team sports. You know what's great about team sports? Team sports is unique in the fact that regardless of who's on the team, we all honor each other. Why? Because we all go through it together. Even the guys who show up or the girls who show up who their parents are making them play. We honor them because they go through it with us. The practice, the two days, the whatever. They're part of the team. They're part of the team. And so then that's honor. That's what it is. When you, when you actually stand next to somebody who you've gone through, you know, heck with, <laughs> that's it. And that's the church today. We all go through the same stuff. We've just grown up. We're adults now. And because we're adults, we tend to lean back to hurts or failures or thoughts. But the reality is in gathering here today, we gather and honor each other because we all share the same hope. We all share Jesus. And so honor not existing anymore is, a, is due to large fact that people like to live anonymously right now, right? And they stick to themselves and they stick to their screens and that makes it really tough to connect. And the truth is I talk to more people on Instagram right now than I do by text, phone call, or in person. And part of that's the region I live in. But what you see is honor is shown best when we get face to face. Honor is shown best. The opportunity to show somebody else honor is best when we get face to face. It might be uncomfortable, but it's real. And that's really what people are hungry for today. We just don't know how to do it because we've, we've gotten so used to getting and being alone. And what we see in the Bible is God wants us to honor everyone from people in positions of authority to the newest person who walks through the door of our church or the family that we invite over to our house. Honor begins with believing 
who you are in Christ first. You have to understand that. You have to believe that wholeheartedly. As we sang that song this morning, I thought, man, what a great song for God to drop in, in Joseph's heart, for us to actually just cry out to God and talk about the love that he has for us. You have to believe in that love. You have to believe in that love. And so then we honor each other by giving authentic family affection. It's to one another. We one another, one another. Believing that we're all made in his image, which you find in Genesis chapter one, right? And here's the full version of Romans 12, nine and 10. It says, don't just pretend to love others. Be genuine. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love one another with a brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Outdoing one another is not a competition. I once thought it was that way. Well, just let me show you how much good I can do. Okay. And that's exhausting. Okay. And, it, and it's disconnected from love because you're connected to a do, your do identity instead of who you are. And so then in honoring others, you want honor to lead the way, not an agenda of making sure you show somebody that, that you can do more good things than they can do. Does that make sense? There are two types of honor and, and we're going to wrap up with this horizontal honor and vert, I'm sorry, horizontal honor and vertical honor. Science hasn't changed. Both of them hinge on you. Both of them hinge on us as a family of faith. And so then horizontal honor is a mutual respect. It's a mutual respect that we give to each other face to face or in a group. This horizontal honor assumes that everyone is equal, that we're all equal. We're all made in the image of Christ today as we sit here. We are all equal. Regardless of job or past or present or future, God sees you as a son or a daughter. Mutual respect. We're going to honor everyone. That's a mutual respect that's given to each other. To have honor, it must be mutual. So then there's no pecking order. There's not pastor and pastor and pastor and director and volunteer and visitor. And it's us. It's just us. And it's always us. And it's always going to be us. Okay? So it doesn't come down to, well... They were new two weeks ago. He was new last year. They've been here for eight years. No, we are the family. We're the family of faith. We're going to honor one another regardless. Okay? And so then the second thing is we come together on a common belief. We honor each other on the common belief that we're here. That's the Philippians 2 that I referenced earlier. And the only rule is honor one another. Is to honor one another. If we do not honor each other, we will not be a community of faith. If we show up and we can only honor in this room and we walk out in that hallway or out the door or at the coffee shop down the street and we're talking bad about something that just happened that was good, we will not come together. And people will sense that faster and they smell that faster than anything. Okay? Honor cannot exist where animosity dominates and side conversations happen. Honor everyone always. Okay? That kills culture and we don't want that. Right? And so that means we have to have an airing of grievances like Frank Costanza would tell us on Seinfeld. That's what we got to do. When we stop caring for one another, when we stop honoring one another, honor will cease to exist. And I think that's what we feel when we step outside the doors of this place, when we step out into our neighborhood. I know that's what I'm experiencing right now where I live. It's, it's hard because your values are being tested, okay? And who you are and what you believe and, and, and everything. And the only thing you have to cling to is your integrity. It's who God's called you to be, Right? And so then, at the end of the day, we're either going to honor each other or we're not. There is no gray. There is no gray. Now, horizontal honor is similar to being a member of a team. Why? Because everybody belongs. There's a mutual respect that exists. Okay? You've invested your time. That means you're devoted. That's what acts as you're devoted. You believe in the mission. You're a believer. You're a believer. So then you wear the jersey. You wear the Grove jersey. We all have a big G and three trees on the back of our shirt right now. That's us. Okay? So then, because you're here, you're honored. 
I honor you and we honor each other. And that means everybody here has each other's back. I guarantee you right now, there's not a person in this room that would not bend over backwards for these two right here or the couple behind them. Is that true? Why? Because they've honored you. They've honored you. Whether you've been good or bad, nice or mean, they've honored you. They've been the example of what it means to walk in honor, to live in honor. That's it. That's the example. I get to carry that. It's amazing. So then one day you'll have my back too. However, here's the downside of that. If you skip church, if you skip out on the gatherings of the family of faith, if you become inconsistent, think about team sports here, okay? If you stop paying attention, if you disengage, if you change your belief, if you change who you are and you start trying to, to plant seeds of who we need to be as opposed to living out the, the mission of the church and being the gospel, that separates you, that creates division. And then we have two churches in one room as opposed to one family of faith moving forward with the gospel, honoring each other, being honest with each other, having, having tough conversations and moving the ball down the field, right? So people can come to meet Jesus. Remember the measure that it's given with will be the measure that it's given to you with. And so then be honoring, honor, honor, honor. The last type of honor is vertical honor. Vertical honor is not about mutual respect. This is about honoring God. Okay. And so then it is giving praise, honor, and admiration to God because he's the only one who's ever lived out what it means to honor everyone for, for entirety, for the, since the beginning of time, right? And so because he's done this, if you're a note taker, I want to make it very, very clear how God honors and how we are to honor God. In 1 Timothy 1.17 and Revelation 5.13, it says this, we're to honor God and give him the praise that he is due. And he's due that praise every single day because every day is brand new. He made that day and he made it for you to be successful in it and to walk in honor period. We should honor God in every area of our life with our words and our actions. That was, that's what Colossians 3.17 says. We honor God with how we treat others. It's Proverbs 14.31. When you give honor to everyone, God honors you. We honor God with our bodies. That's 1 Corinthians 6.19. You are a temple. Honor God with it. With our possessions. It's Proverbs 3.9. Honor the Lord with everything you have. And if you want a bonus, we honor God in our marriage. It's 314. Marriage should be honored by all. So then, how we honor ourselves is a reflection of how we honor God. That horizontal honor is a reflection of how we honor God with our life. For vertical honor to exist, horizontal honor must be present. Otherwise, we can't come together and sing the same song with one voice. There's multiple voices because there's multiple views and agendas. And if honor exists, it's one voice. And heaven opens up and they celebrate because there's a group of people down here praising God. And so then, we must have a baseline of mutual honor for each other, or we can't, as a church, give vertical honor. That means we, we have to get rid of any bad apples that are here. Uh, one bad apple ruined the whole bunch, right? Honor. We walk in honor. Everybody say, we, we. walk honor. in honor. So honor requires two things. Respect, it's horizontal, respect from each other and for one another. Vertical honor is praise to God as individuals and as a whole, and as a whole. And so the action step today for you is this, devote yourself to honor. It's very simple. And don't you love how simple God made the gospel for us? Goodness gracious, we just tend to get in the way a lot. Romans 12, 10, devote yourself to honor one another above yourself. Lastly is this, others must experience your honor for it to exist. You can't say, I tried. I tried. No, that's false. That's gray. Okay? <laughs> you can't do that. 
When it comes to honor, you can't live out your definition. We talked about the definition of honor today and how we honor every group of people that walks the face of the earth. Jesus died for the human race. We're to honor everybody. Okay? But if you walk out your definition, what that means is what Proverbs 25, 27 tells us. It says this, it's not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable for people to seek their own glory. So then when it comes to honor, you can't build your own trophy, present it to yourself and tell everybody what you got the trophy for. Okay? That's false. Nobody would recognize that trophy. That's a nice trophy you got in your case. What's it for? Well, it's because I'm so honoring. Right? You're, really? Right? And so thing, one thing that we clearly see through Scripture is that honor does not only benefit those we're honoring, it benefits us. It benefits us. For the measure you give with, it'll be given back to you. God honors us for honoring others. It's John 12, 26. If you're taking notes, I have four Scriptures I'm going to share with you, and then we're done. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will be my servant also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. We can't pick and choose. It's honor always or it's not. And so then, how do we do that? We love God. Uh, Lindley texted me last night, I think. We honor God. We love, pe- or we love God, we love people, and we honor everyone. And that's similar to the mission statement that you've had here for quite some time. It's unique how God works, isn't it? Love God, love people, honor everyone. Honor is a reward for living with humility and faithfulness to God. I see that in the Emmett family. I see that. And so then why would we not honor them today for the life of ministry they've had? And so then, here's what I want to challenge you to do. Honor each other, honor God, honor each other, and honor your community. I got to the hotel last night, and, and the girl was treating me really good until I told her I was a pastor, and then she gave me this broke room with a broke view, with, and my key didn't work the next time I tried it. So I had to go downstairs, and she wasn't there. I said, helping a customer, be back later. And I'm like, goodness. And so 10 minutes later, I'm still there. So I pull my phone out, and I call. And the phone's ringing, and as soon as she opens the door, I hang up, and I say, hi. My room key won't work. And she goes, oh, oh, let me just, and then all that. Guess what? I never broke, always honored, okay? Because if we're going to show people who Jesus is, when people don't treat us the way we want to be treated, we're going to have to be consistent in it. If we, lose our, if we lose our head every time somebody treats us the wrong way, this is the reason people are walking away from church, right? And so then I challenge you to honor one another and honor your community, always. Because God promises this if we do. It's Proverbs twenty-one twenty-one. if you're taking notes. The one who pursues righteousness and faithful love will find righteousness and honor. Proverbs 29, 23 says, a person's pride will humble him, but a humble spirit will gain honor. You'll gain respect just by being an example. And Proverbs 22, 4 says, the result of humility is reverence for the Lord along with wealth, honor, and life. So then, the reward for honor is more honor. And what you give, you will get in return. That's the truth.